Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. If you've been following my work for a while or if this is the first thing that you've listened to, either way, the people that tend to be attracted into my world uh, have some sensitive sensory abilities. You may have been, you may have heard of the term empath. You may have been told that's what you are, given that label. Or maybe at different times in your life, you've either been told you're over-emotional or you've felt over-emotional or you've been overwhelmed by emotions. Maybe you're that one person in your family that tended to get more emotional or tended to somehow attract more of the the emotions. I know for me, I can remember as a kid not even being involved in a particular incident and then it would all unfold. I'd get involved and then I'd be the one left in my room crying, wondering what just happened, why did I just do that, how did I end up the one who's upset and they all seem to be fine. And what I've learned now as an adult is that because I have this ability to absorb emotions, to to filter them, that what that's resulted in for me is a pattern of feeling responsible for other people's emotions. And that's something that, yeah, has been a real burden for me. And the more I unlocked of this as I went on my growth journey, the more overwhelming it became because I was actually removing a lot of those blocks that were stopping them coming in. I'd suppressed a lot of emotions for a long time and uh, made a conscious decision to to be able to deal with my emotions so I could heal. So suddenly I'm getting so many more of these moments and I can remember thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. I know it's really helpful to other people when I when I use my emotions when I'm coaching, but I, I, this is exhausting. I'm I'm over it. I, I'm done with this. I don't I don't want it anymore. And then I heard a uh, story from a book called The Medical Medium. Some of you may be familiar with it, and he was talking about his gift, his ability to to somehow intuitively see the within anyone he comes across the whatever medical attention that particular person needs. And he was relaying a story around how that guidance came to him. But he was also talking about how overwhelming it was. Like every time he turned on the TV, every time he saw someone, he would get this voice in his head telling him exactly what that person needed from a medical perspective. 
And he shared this story when his dog was drowning and he jumped in to rescue his um to rescue his dog dog uh anthony williams the name just came to me so i'll share it the medical medium i'm sure that's his name anthony williams and uh he went to rescue his dog and uh he started getting in trouble and he started to realize that actually he's come here to rescue his dog and now he's drowning and he's battling more and more and going more and more under the water and the water's cold and he's starting to think I'm not going to make this and this is at a time where he was like me was saying he was sick of this gift he had he didn't want it and in that moment he made a pact with God he said God if you get me out of this situation then I promised I will live out my gift and I'll help all the people that I'm meant to help with this gift that you've given me I've got to be honest, I can't remember how, how it unfolded for him to, to gather the strength to get out. But the point of that is that when I heard that message, it just hit me like a bolt of lightning. At the very time that I was questioning my gifts and wanting to give them back, they, the message to me was, no, you've been given this incredible gift to help people and now's the time to go and help people. So if you're someone who's had this gift that you've been given and that you know there are different times where you you do help people. You might find that people come into your world and through conversation or just by holding space for them to just be there for them emotionally, that they feel better, but quite often at the end you feel worse because you've taken on their stuff. And sometimes these people don't even understand that they've – they don't even realise that they've actually – what you've done they just know that they feel better in your presence and because you don't value it they don't value it and sometimes it can feel like you're almost being used right we become responsible for other people's emotions from a young age we then feel that responsibility and it keeps playing out in these scenarios So I want to share something with you because I've been taught a number of different things around this, sending the emotion back so you don't have to to deal with it, blocking the emotion so that you don't have to deal with it. Now, some of those will work at different times. But like I said, you've been given this gift. And even if you just share that gift with the people in your world and you don't look at it as something like, oh, I need to go change the world with this gift, you can actually change your world by learning to filter these emotions in a healthy way for them and for you. So I want you to look at it from this perspective. People open up to you. You feel like they even maybe complete strangers seem to trust you. It's because of the energy that you're putting out, because of this ability to absorb the emotions that they sense but don't necessarily make sense of. You have the ability for them to talk about what they've got going on, but not while they sit in this heavy emotion. You're filtering it to a point so that you can hold that emotion for them so they can process it. Without you, they wouldn't have the skills to deal with it. If you push it back to them, they won't have the skills to deal with it, and they might sink lower. If you take it on, then that's going to be completely exhausting for you. 
So instead, it's learning to filter. I was having this exact conversation with a new client recently and uh, same experience that I'd had, a lifetime of feeling overly emotional. She was even she even said to me through the call, oh, I'm sorry that I'm getting emotional. I'm like, no, this is a completely safe place. This is judgment-free. You don't have to feel like you can't say this. I, I, this is why we're doing this work. And just teaching her to be able to identify what's her emotion, what's not her emotion, and be able to filter at the time of a conversation as she's already doing naturally, but then release it afterwards, identify what's hers, what's not. And what most people find is most of what is dragging them down is not even their stuff. Now, this is not to say that we then avoid emotions altogether, but when we can differentiate that real heaviness that's a whole lot of other people's stuff and just focus on what is ours, which is actually much lighter and easier to process, then not only are you going to be able to help everyone who you come in contact with, and that will ripple out, but you'll be able to help yourself and not feel like you're stuck in this place of complete emotional overwhelm all the time. If you know someone who is like you, and we tend to be attracted to each other, right, who maybe have been told they're oversensitive, over-emotional, or they know that they're an empath, please share this message with them. It's not your fault that this is showing up. It's, it's a gift, and it's not your responsibility to hang on to all these other people's emotions. But you can actually make a really positive difference. The difference that I imagine if you've felt like this for all your life, that you've imagined making in the, in the world, when you were young even, sitting there thinking, I don't want anyone else to go through what I'm going through. Well, they don't have to, and you can help that, and you can actually help guide them by you continuing to hold space as you do to filter their emotions, but then importantly, recharge yourself by having the processes to be able to choose. So one of them might be something as simple as going into meditation seeing the two sets of emotions, yours and someone else's, and allowing one side that's not yours to drift away. Like I said, if this is something that you know there are other people in your world that, that need to hear this as well, please share. Uh, please share it with someone who you care about, who you can help so that they can be able to have that same impact that you really desire to make. I would much appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.